Step inside these hallowed halls of the Red Light Library, where us librarians review short erotica. It gets the short end of the stick when it comes to criticism and review because, well, in the end, it's porn. This podcast reviews adult content that has frank discussions of sexual content, adult language, and, well, basically anything under the sun that certain publishing houses will allow. If that's something you can't legally listen to or don't want to listen to, back out now. Welcome back, dear patrons, to the Red Light Library. I'm Gavin, one of your hosts, and today I'm joined by... Fuck, I'm tired of coming up with weird names for them. Junior Deputy <laughs> Super Special New Librarian, Jared. Hello. Hello. I think I work in records or something. <laughs> we haven't assigned you quite yet. So today today we're going to be talking about something that you chose. Actually, you brought to me. I hadn't even found it yet. I did. Uh, so um, a friend of mine, I was telling a friend of mine about uh, the show... And I said, okay, well, basically, the hosts read and review and you know critique, analyze Amazon Marketplace erotica. And she said, oh, I know exactly what they need to review. <laughs> I have a suggestion. And proceeded to show me this story. So, of course, I have to mention her. Otherwise, I will uh, invoke her vengeance. So <laughs> Today is going to be an interesting review experience because I haven't eaten yet. And uh, I have a... Me too. I have a protein double berry smoothie that's 30 grams of protein, and I found out quickly the way they cram 30 grams of protein into it is the chalkiest possible protein <laughs> powder. It's literally like drinking a liquid Tums. Oh, no. So, but it is 420 calories, so I feel motivated to finish it. Oh, no. Uh, if only for the joke. I 420 mean, is less fun. I would have said they got they crammed it all in there by compression, like the Willy Wonka, like just put it in a trash yeah. compactor, and it's the it's it's a three course meal. It's ninety three percent juice, but what they don't tell you is the other seven percent's fucking chalk. So uh, I sh the worst part is this is the berry one. I have a tropical one in the fridge. I could have just opened that, and it would have been like synergetic with what we're talking about today. So the title your friend suggested mm -hmm. is Luna Lupe's uh, "Someone to Cuddle." Mm -hmm. It's a it's a uh, what's the, hang on let me pull up the Amazon real quick. Yeah, yeah the covers are real the good. I want to know what's up with the arrows. If you the T's in the word cuddle oh. have arrows pointing down. Oh, and I looked right. at Luna Lupe's other stuff. Mm -hmm. They all have a font that does arrows down for some reason i mean it's a clue like you know where we're going <laughs> hey there there is some going down in this mm -hmm. uh the, the businessman paul which makes it sound like a children's <laughs> story like the first two words in the description turn me off because it's like postman pat like businessman paul is on a beachside vacation to unwind and enjoy the sun i get the image of a guy who never takes the full three-piece suit off I, like, he's just madmanning it on a beach. And can we talk about... I mean, we're going to talk about it, obviously, but, like, Paul never shuts up about his vacation. Like, oh, God, my vacation. Oh, I needed this vacation. Oh, God, did I need this vacation? It's like, okay, that that's fine, but act like it. What are you doing? <laughs> we, we need we need you to oh. enjoy yourself. I mean, he does enjoy himself. <laughs> well... So, uh... 
Where? Okay, now we're about to look up true facts about cuttlefish. Where are cuttlefish? I guess that's a vague way to phrase it. Uh, Mediterranean, North... Cuttlefish are everywhere, sea. Gavin. They're, they exist in they, space. <laughs> they exist in quantum states. They exist... Cuttlefish are, <laughs> I guess, deities of some sort. I don't really know. Redfish, bluefish, cuttlefish, you fish. Uh, well. So the, the reason I looked this up is like, we don't specify where businessman Paul is going on vacation. I Yes, I think it's not mentioned, but I have a theory that it's Australia. I really felt Australia too. I think it's Australia because one, um, he... Well, the author's note, which is my favorite part of the book at the very end. Um, it's, it's, it's a tiny essay on cuttlefish. It's this adorable, like, marine biology lesson, and I love it. And um, Fuck it. Let's just skip to that real quick. Oh, it's so uh, good. Th- there's license notes. Um, a note from the author. Dedicated to those of you who, have, who love a good laugh and quite possibly some hot sex. Irvin, Simon, and Apama are all named for different species of cuttlefish. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the people who... I just love who, this. It's, it's so... It's so funny because it's like... They're so earnest. The The note is just so kind of like, here, let me tell you this cool thing I heard. It's like, <laughs> we didn't come here for this, but okay. It's like a neat commercial in the middle of your favorite hey. show. You just orgasmed. Here's some fun shit to make it feel like you made it worth your time. The more uh, you know. Um, it is. The, the more, more you blow. blow. Um, Yay. I'm full of puns today. As every Love day. So. so, yeah. We find out these are actually, uh, they are part of the Australian giant cuttlefish family. At least the, uh, at least Irvin is. Irvin is the... I, I don't know why is. I felt it was Australian the entire well, time. Like there's that I wanted in, it to be. Yeah. I mean, he's talking about going to a coral reef, you know, Great Barrier Reef. And he's talking about mm-hmm. there's a word used where he's where it's like, oh, you know, Paul inherited his father's advertising firm. And firm sounds to me like a Britishism, um, like an, yeah. Angli- an Anglicism, um, whereas I mean, at least I would say agency, not firm, uh, or mm-hmm. you know, business, etc. So it seemed to me like it it could have been that Paul was from uh, Australia. Paul was from Britain and vacationing in Australia. I don't really know. Um, Fair point. But it's so this certainly uh, sets the this, scene. It does. So let's let's actually set the scene here. We have this mm-hmm. wonderful 2012 story. The uh, the first paragraph, this is what sells your book. Even in sunlight dimmed by the water, the coral reef glittered like a jewel. Paul could hear nothing but the sound of his own breath in this scuba mask. Although he knew his diving buddy and instructor Sharon was only a few feet behind him. The water gave everything an otherworldly beauty as he traversed the reef, careful not to disturb anything. A shoal of small, colorful fish flitted around him, strangely bird-like. This is a very, very detail-heavy, like, nicely described scene for what ostensibly ends up being for a, a foursome at a hotel. like <laughs> On the beach somewhere, uh, on in his cabana, actually. In a cabana. It's... See, I have to give credit mm. to fellow librarian Aaron as we were recording 
the episode uh, taken by the Minotaur Herd, mm-hmm. Aaron brought out the wonderful but kind of kind of it's like learning about kerning like it ruins your life once you Mm -hmm. know about tech spacing (laughs) aaron brought up that amazon has such strict rules about certain fetishes and i knew about this especially when it comes to like incest and what and Mm -hmm. bestiality and whatnot but aaron pointed out the specific detail that shifter based fiction they have to be human when they have sex so the entire time i'm waiting to hear little details of when they shift into mm-hmm. cuttlefish but then that'll go away the mm-hmm. second sex starts and there there's only one thing we'll get to it but there's only one thing in the sex scene that could be attributed to them being a shifter mm-hmm. i mean there's it's weird because paul's like am i hallucinating i think i fit it's like no you saw him like go all like davy jones on you earlier like what is <laughs> what do you mean you're hallucinating this he really needed this vacation like evidently um i was waiting for him to like there was an easy pirates reference that could have been made when he (laughs) walks down uh and finds them naked Mm -hmm. all he had to be is like i thought this i thought clothing was mandatory at this i thought the rule was you had to be clothed at this resort and they could just gonna be it's more of a guideline than a rule Oh, I was gonna make a booty joke but okay hey there's a there's a good one low-hanging fruit can I say Low, though? Um, <laughs> yes. This opening, like besides the fact that it's it's lovely, and uh, you know there are specific words that are you know unusual in erotica. I will say, uh, you have shoal, mm-hmm. you have traversed, and you know something else. The opening does, though perhaps only unintentionally or subtly, uh, is with the last sentence that a, a shoal of small, colorful fish flittered around him flitted around him strangely bird-like and it sets up it provides credence for the stranger things that are going to happen later in the story which is yeah um i mean kind of it's almost a rule you have to you can't just throw your reader for a loop you have to like give some kind of world building to allow for weird things to happen and it's and i really appreciated this opening but i also feel like it is the it's the one part of the book that got the most attention and then there's slowly less attention paid as the story yeah. goes on there's a sense of wonder in the scuba scene mm-hmm. and i, I and love we that. get a second scuba scene later that's just like ah whatever it's fucking this fish yeah it's... <laughs> also can i just say that like i really like sharon's character but like sharon sh- serves no purpose to the story whatsoever exactly I, d- I don't know why she's there other than to I, I don't want... know, confirm that Paul's not having a stroke. Like, I don't. So Paul is diving. He's on a vacation and he really wants to get away from his desk job. And um, he's diving and he sees what he thinks are octopi, but turn out to be cuttlefish. And he's just so enthused and it's very sweet and it gives a very positive kind of uh, sense to his character but then we get like this wheelbarrow of exposition and it's just Paul had always wanted to be a marine biologist he really liked cephalopods he kind of preferred them to uh, humans and he wanted to be a marine biologist <laughs> yeah it's just um oh 
I hear myself. Uh, anyway, but... Right. So Paul is... We get all this backstory, which, and again, never, this is going to um, you never get signal more a trend details in the story that, where we're going to have things fucking, introduced as as and then never talking. followed up on. Uh, um, we have his vacation. We don't hear Paul. about it. We have his job. We don't hear about it. We have his hopes and dreams, which really only form the basis of his wanting to study cuttlefish and various other things. Exactly. And we don't... we. And this is something that you've talked about in other episodes of Unfinished Potential, which we're going to get to when we get to the sex. But also, it's this whole story feels very, I you have such a good premise, why didn't you take it further? But It's almost, it's almost like they use the sort of backwards writing technique of, mm-hmm. well, what would be a weird fucking, what would be a weird erotica <laughs> title? Someone to cuddle. Because he's a cuddlefish. Ah. And then, well, fucking, why would he see cuddlefish that would then flirt with him and then blot it? And then it just kind of keeps going from there. Do you want to talk about that now? Because <laughs> so, that took me by surprise. <laughs> the inciting incident. Because there's all in, in erotica of this sort, there's always some sort of inciting incident that gets the character thinking about the animal or creature or whatever that they are mm-hmm. eventually going to partially fuck in a way. Uh, like, wow, I didn't know that marmots were so sexy. Oh, right. You know, yeah. Something. So he's swimming along. He sees this big-ass cuttlefish, and there's, like, two smaller ones that he assumes are females mm-hmm. swimming around it. Don't assume genders, Paul. And the big one... I would also like to point out that Paul thinks instantly... That the large cuttlefish is sizing him up. Yeah. And. Territorially. I mean, I guess, but like, I also interpret it as like, did he think the cuttlefish is sizing him up sexually as a threat? <laughs> I d- Are you. Ooh. So like a little sine wave of uh, color appears on the. Which like, is a good verb. Yeah. It was a good way to explain, or it sine waved over the cuttlefish's skin, because cuttlefish can change their pigment to match their environment, and they mm-hmm. sometimes they can like flare out really bright, wild colors to scare potential predators and things like that, uh, mm-hmm. or hypnotize prey before they get them. And <laughs> the way we use it here is that <laughs> that pigment forms the words "Hey there, big guy," which number one hey uh potential shape of water god but you're a cuttlefish mm-hmm. um is that your best game <laughs> i mean i got like this sense of may west just kind of like hello big boy yeah. why don't you come up and see me sometime which literally that's the next line why don't you come don't over, you and, come see over and see us tonight <laughs> oh and their parting shot after see you tonight is a nice butt exclamation mark. Okay, I want to talk about... I also, I want to say, are, are the words appearing all at once? Is it like Griffin McElroy in that, uh, like, the, the sign, the automated sign uh, yeah. digital thing, like, go, just going across... I mean, are we going to see the cutoff to let you know? Oh, shit, I, this thing has other colors. And it's... I mean, it, it could flash memes on its back. We don't know, but I would. Get I just want to say, that, I would get the fuck out of the ocean if I was down there and a cuttlefish just success kids at me. Like, nah, I'm done. 
I don't need to be down here. I can I just say though, so the cuttlefish are like So the large cuttlefish is like, Yep, job done. I've successfully flirted. I have booked this arrangement and Paul's just like looking at Sharon like, Are you seeing this shit? What <laughs> and Sharon's just like looking at an anemone. He has a very real I feel like whoever wrote this has a background in they they've gone scuba diving or mm-hmm. they know someone who does or they've looked into it because he mm-hmm. immediately assumes oh the nitrogen oxygen mixture in my tank is off and I'm hallucinating cuz I'm high on oxygen so which I thought was probably the most credible and senseworthy thing that any protagonist in any porn has ever thought exactly um, additionally I just want to say that I misread uh, the... So I'm going to read this. The word see you tonight rippled over the large cuttlefish's back before it darted out of view, followed shortly by the other two. He could have sworn he saw nice butt on the back of one of them. And Paul was left alone, shaking his head and feeling dazed. I misread that, and I thought it said a nice butt. So I thought... <laughs> and he first, looked at that cuttlefish and went, damn. It, I, I thought that, like, they had already shifted, and there was just, like, a human ass on the back of this cuttlefish as it was just swimming. Like, just an ass. Just a buttlefish. I mean, I don't know. We have a uh, we have a super secret, I totally haven't mentioned it before on the show, Discord server for the librarians. And uh, one of our emotes was brought to us by the wonderful Victoria, and it's just... Kirby, the video game character Kirby, but mooning the camera, and they have like a very well defined butt drawn onto them. And it's just that's what I think of whenever yeah, I hear like nice butt in an erotica now. I mean it's I mean that's pretty well I mean Kirby is kind of like a tentacleless cuttlefish. It just consumes. <laughs> Ooh, so. if Kirby it absorbed a cuttlefish, that that'd be weird looking. God, that just reminds anyway, me so, of that drill, that drill tweet. But anyway. <laughs> so uh, Paul's like, hey, um, I got problems. I need to go back up to where there's I air. I need an adult. Sharon, help. <laughs> Sharon's like, you're crazy. You're fine. Yeah, Sharon's just like, uh, oh, he goes, baby. He goes back to the resort. He sits on the beach. It, nighttime comes. And I don't know where three attractive men roll up. And uh, they're just... And they... I, I appreciate it when your shape-shifting possible deities are more subtle in their mm-hmm. introductions, but these these three just roll up with like, "Hey, their butt guy." Someone called hey, their butt called guy. from up the beach. Hey, their butt guy. They have all the they have all the smooth moves of a Zeus in training. Honestly, yeah, like, they're basically just like, "Hey, we gonna fuck," and you're just dancing around it, human boy. So let's let's move this along. That's another thing that I really, uh, I mean, I wanted to know how consent works in cuttlefish culture because, like, Paul's just like, you know, looking at Sharon, and they're like, "Yeah, good, we'll take that as a yes, bye." And I, I mean, I don't want to fault the thing for what it is, and I don't want to like have unrealistic ex- expectations, but I wanted more depth to the characters, <laughs> and Water. it's. I mean, the characters have plenty of girth. They need more depth. So Yes. 
I mean, I mean, the term a mile wide and inch deep does kind of apply here because it's, uh, mm-hmm. look, I really don't know what's going on here, Paul said. It's simple. We were the cuttlefish you saw today, and we thought you were hot, and we've come to see you for a bit of fun if you're up to it. What? <laughs> Irvin, I don't think he gets it, said Apama patiently. Look, we want to do you, he said to Paul, enunciating clearly. Yes, I got that. But what did you say about being cuttlefish? I like that. I like that we had to make sure that the reader knew that Apama was enunciating clearly, uh, the in spite three of periods. the ellipses yeah. in between each and every word. The I just love Paul's reaction to this, where he's like, "Yeah, nah, like I got you on fuck, but that much I'm clear on." But like, rewind a sec. Did you say you were cuttlefish? Can we? Can we just? Put a pin in the fucking for a second. Uh, so the way they prove it is uh, Simon touches his uh, puka shell necklace or whatever. They're they're dressed like dudes at a beach. Like they, yeah. they're the local guys who fuck the shit out of tourists. <laughs> like they just look like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Simon transforms his like arm into a tentacle for a second. Paul's like, woo. And one of the others mm-hmm. uh, chastises Paul for choosing the arm and not something else. And he's like, like what? We can't exactly shift full out here and face it. A human with cuddle anything is going to look freaky, man. Cephalopride. Cephalopride. He went to Cephalo U. <laughs> Their fight song was just have, a series of gurgles. I have so, just, I have so many questions about everything this story just fills me with questions and the author's note which was a nice marine biology lesson did not answer my questions <laughs> and i just it it's a sort of thing where you get into uh and this might just be me but like i read the story and i'm like yeah that's nice you wrote a sex could you answer some like world building universe questions for me now because i have so many issues with this do you have like a silmarillion to this story lying mm-hmm. around that i could buy because i mean i would very much like to know like where did the shapeshifters come from were they human and turn into cuttlefish you know based on how they talk is it the they necklace? were cuttlefish is, is it, it like necklace? an ancient were... artifact situation is it okay i have a theory but i'm gonna save it to the end and oh, is, is it about them saying do you want to know what it's like to be us line no it's not about that, but it's um, okay. It's something okay, and so they've ruined his day. He thinks he's you know having hallucinations, and he's he's like, I just wanted a vacation, and now these <laughs> these people are hitting on me, and it's, he's like, that's pretty okay, but like I don't know what's happening. And this and guy is like, the erotica okay, version of Arnold from Magic School Bus. <laughs> <laughs> not another field trip. Oh, uh, with the freeze? No way. Um, <laughs> it's oh, too much YouTube. But and then so they're like, okay, look, we're sorry. Let's let's offer you a beer, and he's like, okay, sure, because that's a thing. Yeah, and he's like, what's it? What's it like being a cuttlefish? Uh, Palma responds, swim, eat, fuck, not much different to being a human, I think. Which, that's a little hint, I think, that they spend more time underwater than they do out. Mm-hmm. 
Can I also, can we just say, because we we skipped over this. So, like, Apama and Simon, uh, the two smaller cuttlefish, the sub-cuttlefish, um, are, you know, dancing and singing and, you know, doing their thing. And Irvin, who is the large, burly, large man cuttlefish, and yeah. he's just talking to Paul, and they're all kind of drunk. And it's this scene that's supposed to be, I guess, kind of sweet and tender, but like, is so weird. He's basically like thing. telling, yes, he's telling Paul, like, here, let me tell you the best way to um, catch crabs. But he's telling him as though Paul like had any cuttlefish mojo, basically. And so, and again, like, I didn't know what accent to read this in. Because I assume that they're Australian, which, I mean, my Australian accent is not in any way passable. And I, given that I am suddenly more, show, uh, I feel it is probably cautious about busting out an Australian. But, yeah, especially since but, now we have Aaron on the team. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I will do it anyway, though. But so Irvin is just like, so what you got to do is you got to blend in, make yourself all colors of stuff around you, creep up on them. And then, bam! I'm just Steve Irwin at this point, but um, just Steve. <laughs> oh, or, you know, just Steve. Steve. If you got a channel, if you got a channel, Steve, you got to put. Uh, he he was really fond of exclamations. The and bam, <laughs> crikey! Like that. I'm crikey! I'm Emerald. Godly. Um, and so, and then he's like, "On you, I'd skip the whole cracking your shell open with my bacon yet," and that <laughs> killed me because. I don't know. I I mean, it's playing with the source material, and I give it props for that. But like, look, you get to be big and burly and handsome and charming and and whatever. But you just reminded the reader you possess a beak. You used yeah. to crush crab shells with, and then harvest their innards. Like that doesn't bode well for our protagonist later on. This is there's mixed also, signals. This is giving me mixed signals. There's a thing I find that pops up in all fiction, be it books, movies, video games, whatever, where you can just feel the writer spent two hours on Wikipedia and reading mm-hmm. articles, and they learned mm-hmm. all these fun facts, and they have a list on a notebook, and now they got they they feel like they have to include all of them, um, like in Jurassic... I'll be inauthentic w- if I don't mention this. Exactly. There's a shot in Jurassic World, and this comes up in every bad movie podcast that reviews Jurassic World that I've ever listened to. Uh, there's okay. that... The, there's that one character who's supposed to watch the kids and she's like she's on her phone all the time so she's a fucking bitch and like she dies mm-hmm. the worst death in the movie because mm-hmm. it's a, a pterodon picks her up dunks her in the water and then the moasaur comes up and just chomps them both but the thing is the only reason that pterodon dunks her in the water is mm-hmm. be- I guarantee you it's because someone talked to a paleontologist and said oh well we think one of the ways they hunted is like how modern uh, hawks will grab small animals and dunk them in the water to like drown them and they thought that's oh, no. fucking cool we should have a death like that and then someone went what about the door? because it's in the water we'll double it and then like it's the most ridiculous thing and you can tell and like it sounds yeah yeah you can just tell <laughs> it sounds like i mean 
it sounds like torture porn on some level. It's like, how do we get really entertaining death? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I have I have a rebuttal, possibly. What if the pterodon just wanted like a dipping sauce? Uh, true. It is is salt water. Yes. So brine, brine is good for tenderizing <laughs> meat. It'll destroy the phone. God. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's the one thing that stayed true with the Jurassic Park movies after Spielberg stopped working on them is that sort of like morality angle he always has where it's like mm-hmm. uh, everyone's got to have their fucking comeuppance, including this bitch with her phone. Fucking dirt. Mm-hmm. Like she's not a bad guy. She's trying to do her fucking job and her job entitles running the social media for the park, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it's like, is this. You know this director can't be a millennial because there's something yeah. there. Whenever the whenever there's a fucking phones in my right, yeah, whenever that shit's in there. So mm-hmm. Irvin, um, uh, Irvin feels the question, or Apama feels the question: What's it like being a cuttlefish? Swim, eat, fuck, mm-hmm. you know, like a human. And then uh, businessman Paul wanders off into the <laughs> night, talking to himself. Uh, mm-hmm. muttered to himself on the way, I never knew Seth would have that Seth follow squiddy dudes could be such nice guys. <laughs> like, okay, racist, but okay. Um, so he goes up to his room, and I love this, because there's a little bit of formatting used to deliver a punchline. Um, he'd been with other men before, not to mention a few women, but never more than one at a time. What could he even do with three other cocks? And then this next line... It's its own line, and it's mm-hmm. indented, so it's, like, in the center of the page. He had mm-hmm. a few ideas. <laughs> okay, but for me, it's on the next page. So it's even more of a, like, gotcha. Like a punchline, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that we... Uh, I want to talk about... Hmm. Where... It, oh, okay, I found it. There is a sentence that I want to um, talk about the implications of its syntax. And it's the, uh, it's the sentence, it's in the paragraph above what you were reading. It says, none of the right. other, this one went smoothly with nary a cephalod to be seen. The next dive, it's the next day he's diving again. Yeah. None of the other marine life seemed interested in his hindquarters, but at least Sharon seemed relieved that he was back to normal. By the way, that's the last time we see Sharon. She served no purpose to the story whatsoever. <laughs> that's um, a series wrap on Sharon. I, okay, bye Sharon. Uh, bye Felicia. The, so, the way that this is written, there's the conjunction but in this uh, sentence implies a negative contradiction. So the point that the other marine life wasn't interested in Paul's fine, overworked, push, pencil-pushing ass is shown as like a letdown. He's like, none of the other marine life seemed interested in my hindquarters. But at least Sharon seemed relieved that he was back to normal. <laughs> I, how thirsty is Paul now? Like after meeting the cuttlefish, is Paul is Paul the thirsty one, or is it the narrator? Like water, water everywhere, but not a drop to I drink. I just, I just want butt compliments. <laughs> like also, if the cuttlefish shifters are a thing, and you know, Paul's like, oh well, none of the other marine life, and that's meant to be just like, well, you know, none of the other marine life. You know, that's nothing else is weird. But what if we assume that other marine life might be sentient enough also to praise goods 
you know, praise Paul's goods and like find him wanting. Mm-hmm. Like, or is there just like a prudish sea urchin over there? Like, nah. he's not <laughs> my seen type. Better. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like Sharon better. <laughs> I don't know. There's a whole there's a whole separate story with Sharon that we don't know about. Sharon and the sea urchins. Yeah, that sounds like. It sounds like they they're a cover band for like Katrina and the Waves. She's a she's a shifter, and it's her like job to hook up hot vacation oh. people with. A, she knows, and there's see this is there, there's a fucking Marvel oh, Cinematic man. Universe of shifter of aquatic shifter based books mm-hmm. in her her being the human like she know like she's there like. She's working with the travel agent. She's checking the mm-hmm. flights. She's seeing. She's like running background checks. Like she's the cuddle courier, and, and he's single. She's the cuddle courier. Uh, I we've just written a, a better story there, idea. I think. There it is. There like and Sharon has more role. That is wow. So now it's time that, to get to the sex there we scene. Are. <laughs> so. He walks down to the cabana, and there's three naked dudes. Mm-hmm. And and this scene feels weird. It feels like, I don't know, in my, I know this is my conspiracy theory head, but I feel mm-hmm. like there was going to be some sort of way to make Paul a shifter as well. I wonder or, that too. Or to like... When like when Superman touches someone and flies, mm-hmm. they fly with him. If they all were yeah. like together with him, he could shift. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was going to be a scene like that, and then when they were done doing cuttlefish mm-hmm. stuff, they would fuck like rabbits. But yeah. instead, they're just there's this there's this weird phrasing. Uh, you wanted to know what it's like for us, for me and my mm-hmm. boys. Uh, and then immediately, same paragraph, like same sen- mm-hmm. next sentence. You've seen as much of the sea as we can show you. Now it's time for what we can do on land, dot, dot, dot. So really, what he's showing him is mm-hmm. the idea of a dom and two subs. And then yes. he's introducing a new sub. And that's fine, but like that's not necessarily what we signed up for. Mm-mm. And it's, I mean, honestly, the, like, let's, sh- I can show you the world. Right. Like, I, it's... It's uh, also I also wondered whether the um, Paul would become a shifter or something at the end was going to happen because the basic idea of they're like Paul's like I wonder what it's like to be a cuttlefish right and and Irvin's basic idea is like well I can show you by fucking you I mean it's, there's some incredible Mister Limpet level like wistful for the sea. Mm-hmm. thoughts from paul in this and you're like oh i get it they're like they're gonna give him a puka shell necklace or they're gonna or like if he ingests mm-hmm. sh- shifter cop like i read a story yeah. we never ended, we didn't review it but we we checked out a story like a year ago that was about a guy fucking a unicorn and of course it was on amazon so the guy transforms <laughs> into the unicorn transforms into a human but okay. but also the human's a park ranger uh <laughs> The, okay, the, park, I mean, the park ranger fucks the guy who's a, who's illegally staying in the park uh, and transforms the guy. The, the unicorn cum transforms the guy into a unicorn. So now they're both unicorns. 
And that's okay. like, they're both shifters now. And that, that's, that's an efficient way to try and transfer that on. And the thing is, it's like, we have the opening of a movie. Because then he's like, I actually, oh, no. I got the job park ranger in my human form. Because I, as a unicorn, protect all of this part. I, I protect the Pacific Northwest. Like, this forest is my forest. And now you can help me. And then they meet a talking owl who's a sassy bitch. And that's the end of the story. Like, that one needed more fucking content. <laughs> but, it, so... I had that in my head, and I was thinking, oh, he's going to, if they oh, all no. fuck him, he's sort of, like, part of their pod, and... I, I guess, like, it's, I mean, I will say also, refer, I guess, is that how Yogi Bear works with that previous story? <laughs> like, is, I mean, I, they're going to protect the forest until the next erotica where Voldemort Ooh, kills has, one of them. That has and then, horrible then, implications for Boo Boo, though, if you go down that fucking route. Oh, yeah. Well, dark, dark spiral. Uh, although Boo Boo always is the smarter one. So it's just like mm-hmm. Boo Boo's short, but he's like 12, mm-hmm. 12 years older than <laughs> Yogi Bear. Yeah. So <laughs> also, when we're dealing with the sex scene, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, not much cuttlefish based fun no. happening here but there's thing, there's little fun wordplay like he wanted a taste of that thick meaty cuddle cock like eh, that's oh fun. my god yeah oh there is also he sucked him off like a glass like his cock was a tall cool glass mm-hmm. of water mm-hmm. <laughs> the shifter shaft mm-hmm. and there's a there's a phrase that quick wiry little apamas and simon's fingers worked at the buttons of his shirt and pants shucking them off him as easily as they might shuck an oyster which (laughs) again we're returning to uh crab beak but i just i have so many questions about like what is consent in the cuttlefish world and again this might just be me like faulting the thing for what it is but i just kind of like all of the work that had been done in the story to moderately flesh out these cuttlefish men, it just yeah. gets very flat. They don't, they just kind of revert to these, I guess, I mean, you could call it animalistic, uh, but it's a generic, it's sort of, it's very generic. The sex is very generic. The, you know, the Dom sub thing doesn't go, it's just kind of like, Irvin's just like, I'm the Dom and I fuck everything because that's how nature intended. And Paul's like, okay, There sure. needs to be some sort of stake. Like, to go back to the him getting powers thing, mm-hmm. if Simon was like, hey, we think you're cool, we want to fuck you, one, one little fucking asterisk on that. Mm-hmm. If we fuck you, you will gain our powers and, like, you'll have to stay here because you'll have to, like, transform at least once a week or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Some some bullshit rule that requires mm-hmm. him to kind of give up that advertising life if he does this. And, and then see, he is 100% yes. in on it. Like, he's, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing because, like, his, they keep bringing up his vacation, but they never elaborate on, like, why does he need his vacation? He had inherited his father's, you know, advertising firm. Is his father dead? Like, what happened? Why his is he His businessman so, okay. Paul single? Paul is also single, yes. Uh, because he said that he had been with men, he had been with women. And then he's like, oh, it's been so long since I've been with a man. Which seemed very out of character, frankly. But again, yeah. you don't get much of the character so i love this line because it's 
it's so it's there's so many different flavors to this story that don't coalesce quite smoothly and yeah this this line um Irvin is you know issuing the ultimatum of like i'm the dom and you're going to pleasure me um and he just like becomes joe pesci all of a sudden he's like <laughs> i'm the boss see funny how. Irvin said and it's it's okay sure joe like joe pesci in a hawaiian shirt now is just Irvin. so thank he is wearing you. a welcome. hawaiian shirt by the way they specifically say that which I think is very fitting because I think it's like, you know, the bright, garish colors uh, match yes. the cuttlefish thing. That and wearing and a again, cabana on a resort. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting there's some like culturally weird tiki bullshit lying around. Mm-hmm. And again, like Paul, as you already read the lines, but he's like he wanted a taste of that thick meaty cuttlecock the the one he'd only gotten teasing glimpses of before now he wrapped his lips around the shifter's shaft and sucked him off like his cock was a tall cool glass of water and he was a man dying of thirst like paul the thirst monster here <laughs> he literally thirsty oh my gosh um, and then we we uh we are approaching the one bit of implication of shifting happening during the sex. Yes. And that is, uh, they, th- there's some oral and then they put Paul in a hammock and position him to have sex. And then the second, um, the second Simon, Simon, yeah. The second mm-hmm. Simon penetrates Paul's ass. Paul realizes no. Irvin, Irvin, when Irvin does, uh, Paul mm-hmm. realizes that, oh, wow, his cock is, like, super lubed up, but he mm-hmm. never saw anyone grab lube. What? And that's Slime. basically... Yeah, it feels like this is the author going, like, hey, I can't do too much because we Amazon's watching, but here's mm-hmm. here's what, what it, I can give you. It's not even like this is what's happening. It's this is what Paul thinks is happening. Thinks. And, like... yeah. At, like at this point, Paul still might be hallucinating. We haven't ruled this out. Like Sharon, if nothing else, actually, the only reason Sharon could be theoretically in the story is if you argue that Sharon is there to provide a narrator, a, essentially a frame of reference outside Paul to say, like, yeah, no, like you might be having a hard time. You're exhausted. You keep talking endlessly about your vacation and how yeah. badly you needed it. Like. You might be hallucinating, but uh, I think it's Simon who is giving Paul a blowjob while Paul is giving Apama a blowjob and Irvin is downtown and like Simon's tongue changes or Paul says that like he, he thinks that, uh, it feels like I wrote it down somewhere. Oh, okay. No. His cock ached to be touched. He was so hard and he was so grateful when Simon gulped it into his mouth, looping what felt like an unnaturally flexible and sinuous tongue around his shaft. Yeah. Which I'm not an expert on cuttlefish, but when did cuttlefish get like tongues, snake tongues? Like, yeah. And there's 
there's a bit right after, like after everyone comes, uh, good mm-hmm. lord, no wonder y'all were busy yesterday. Uh, the other three laughed. Simon licked his lips, and Paul realized that his tongue was more tentacle than not. The shifter caught his gaze and smirked, repeating the motion more slowly so Paul could see. So, this is like, we're playing, we're playing, uh... Cephalo Pride. Well, with Cephalo Pride, but we're also being very coy with the Amazon mm-hmm. sensors, in mm-hmm. that, well, he thinks it was transformed, but I didn't say it was. You know, it's transformed mm-hmm. after, but I'm not saying it was during. And it's like, at this point, Could I kind of wish... Could you define what sexual intercourse is? Could you define... Yes. Yeah, we're doing the fucking star report is. on this. Yeah. I wish there was a note at the end of this that says, if you would like a wilder version of the story, check out... Uncut. ...other yeah. website. Yeah, like, the, the, the longer, more cuddled uh, version... <laughs> So, um, <laughs> the sex uh, though is just, it's very bland. It's just, sex. It's I mean, bland. that's the problem. It's... There's only so much sex a, a person can mm-hmm. do. So like after reading erotica for over a year, I'm starting to kind of whatever about it. But I also, I think this also like gets to the point of there's so much like work put into the early part of the story because the sex is short. The sex is short. It's kind of, it's very much so. average. It's, uh, and there's so much work put into the opening part of, like, setting the world and, you know, setting up all the thing. And a lot of it is beautifully written. There are really lovely descriptions. And then we get to the sex, which is just over in, like, there was all this. Few... There's all this detail in the scuba mm-hmm. section. Why not? And then, yeah. Why not remove one of the shifters from the sex so that mm-hmm. you can do stuff with that? What? Like, imagine if mm-hmm. the way the Dom asserts his dominance is having the other two start like doing sex stuff to Paul and when Paul looks mm-hmm. up he sees that the dom is so mm-hmm. impressed by this and so and they're so into yeah. it that their skin is changing color like oh it, that's cool they like as if being human is a conscious effort and he's so mm-hmm. into what he's looking at he's starting to change pigment because that's a little bit of the cuttlefish coming through mm-hmm. you know like you don't have to have tentacles and shit for it to work yeah but no. when you put it's, all it's three just, of them together nothing can yeah. happen the i mean it's not only that it's the fact of like it sets it up to be like oh this really hot thing is going to happen and Paul's like oh well i have some ideas what i'm going to do with three cocks and and then he, he doesn't he doesn't do anything. anything. He he he's basically the cuttlefish have their way with him. Basically, they they strip him, and he's like, "Oh well, why not? It's my vacation." That was his justification. And they do some oral, and then you know, Irvin like you know gently pushes him down, and Paul's like, "I've never felt so used." <laughs> yeah, and then like they do. It's just like, there's the cuttlefish angle, there are four people here, and it just felt very average, honestly. There could have been and there's zero foreplay. Yeah. There could have been two people in that scene, it would have run exactly the same way. Exactly the same it's, way. The other two people are just added on at the end of paragraphs, kind of like, also the other two were blowing each other. Like, some, just some whatever, fuck, mm-hmm. who cares. You guys will just have to show me sometime, he said, laying back and closing his eyes. The large hammock swung, swung gently as the others quiet climbed into it, surrounding him in warmth. Okay, I don't care how nice of a beach you're on, four people mm-hmm. in a hammock together, that's gotta get hot real quick. Not only hot, but like, that is a sturdy-ass hammock. Like, I don't... That's a really good hammock. 
That's a very this is a good fat people it. resort. I <laughs> well, we got four people at a fat person resort. <laughs> the ocean accepts all. Um, <laughs> the ocean then, accepts all. That's over the doorway of this place. Yeah, I was. It's pretty. And then Sharon's like, I don't. Well, Paul has a nice ass. That's all we know. <laughs> the only detail we have of Paul is he probably wears his suit all the time, and he has a nice ass. You know that that's really actually the only I think description we get of Paul. We don't know what he looks like. Don't and know. We they... only know the body types of the others. Also, the last line in the story. If you want to feel this one. Yes, Paul decided this was a good use of his vacation time. Good to good to make that fucking call after the fact, Paul. Paul's one of those He's one of those assholes who goes to a vacation and bitches about having to go home in two days, and then when he's at home mm-hmm. he bitches about not having enough fun down there. Mm-hmm. And it, How about we calm down, Paul? He talks about his vacation just endlessly. It's like is this your vacation, or are you that. not on vacation? Does he have Nothing a vacation is... to, like, Myrtle Beach planned after this that we don't know about? I I mean, I was... I have a Myrtle Beach uh, anecdote that I'll bring up later, but it's... It's like nothing is done with any of these threats. Nothing's done with the, the cuttlefish shifting. Nothing's done with, like, why they're cuttlefish shifters. Nothing's done with his vacation, his backstory his sexual history his character sharon vanishes i don't the whole story is a very promising collection of threads that are not followed up on yeah because one thing i like about this format is you are the one of the challenges you get all of your ducks in a row very quickly short fiction Mm -hmm. you have to work with what you there's so much space but this Mm -hmm. one it feels like it just kind of just pow like whatever yeah. fuck i i type for four hours i gotta put this up for three dollars that's the and other thing that, this thing that's costs fucking thing. three dollars it's 12 pages it is 12 pages and in it's fact $3. that's the source of one of the reviews mm-hmm. uh december 18th 2014 book monster says one star with the title no don't pay three dollars <laughs> for 12 pages that's a term paper not a three dollar book four people found this helpful <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's oh god, Gavin! I want to get to the review so bad, but uh, first we will in a bit. The because oh man, the reviews are amazing. So we get this so, like the premise is so good, and you know I feel the frame of Paul's on vacation, and you know he's overworked, and he needed a break, and he needed something to let his inhibitions down, so he would fuck cuttlefish. I guess uh, you know those are all successful frames for the story. And then, you know, they're just, they're, it's a good start, is how I would say. It just needs to be twice as long, or at least, and it's very well crafted. It's a very well written piece of work. It just needed more. Just more needed to be done. If I'm going to buy something for a specific kink, I want that kink satisfied in the story, and gay yeah. shapeshifter cuttlefish erotica in the title implies there's going to be a lot of gay cuttlefish shapeshifting. There's not. We don't ever see them fully transform either. Like, there's no Animorphs fucking sequence in this that <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't, I don't particularly fucking care. But I feel like if one's interested in this kink, they would want that at some point. If only to get the yeah. the halfway through where the cuttlefish has a human ass, as we mentioned before. 
Um, I honestly, I think that's we oh, could just man. move on to the Amazon reviews. We've thoroughly covered the book at this point. Uh, oh, it's this. Oh, I this book has wait. a lot of reviews that are just the worst kind of review. It's someone they're being the worst a, kind of review. But they're just they're jokey joke kind of review. Mimi little fox. Yeah, they're funny, but then you start seeing a lot of them. Uh, John Williams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John Williams, 2013. This book made me ink, ink and ink and ink all over myself. Uh, this book is fright, frightfully erotic in the best way possible. First off, the general lack of marine life shapeshifter fiction is absolutely appalling. I like to imagine myself as a shapeshifting octopus. Parentheses. If you think I'm good with two hands, imagine eight. Now I'm not gay. Far from it. But for this book, I let down my walls and let the ocean waves crash over me. The erotic current took me on an undersea journey, the likes of which hasn't been seen since fucking Nebo, a triple X parody. Highly recommend it out there for the inkers out there and anyone else who enjoys the thought of putting a new bone into an invertebrate. Okay, one, this kind of feels like the fun friend that, uh, mm-hmm. this feels like Lauren, uh, Luna Lupe had a fun, funny guy mm-hmm. friend and she was like, go mm-hmm. review my book. And that's how we got John Williams here. The ocean uh, accepts all. The ocean accepts all. Are there any it's, here in particular you wanted to touch on? Because I'm looking at a yes. lot. Uh, yeah. There, so Jack the Shipper writes. Close I love enough, Jack the Shipper. He, uh, Jack the Shipper says, and Jack the Shipper has a Wonder Woman, what looks like a Wonder Woman, Captain America avatar. But anyway. Oh, uh, it's, it's. Um, I wanted. It's Wonder Woman putting a scrunchie in her hair, and behind her, Batman is saying, oh shit, the scrunchie is out, y'all done fucked up now. <laughs> oh, well, I'd like to see that on the back of a cuttlefish. But um, <laughs> the, the review reads, I wanted gay oyster shapeshifter erotica, but until the world is ready to accept same-sex mollusk human relationships, this will have to do. See, this is a joke one that I like. <laughs> it's... It's very good. I will also say that, like, recently I watched an episode of It's Alive on the Bon Appetit uh, YouTube series. Yep. And it's and it's the, the oyster farm, and they talk about, like, how oysters generate more oysters. And it is the wildest thing I have ever heard of in my life. Because mm-hmm. you think, oh, oysters. You don't realize they're not always oysters. Oh, my gosh. Can we talk about Shelby Roberts' review? I'm sure nobody will read this, but yeah. And then then the review is: I'm sure nobody will read this, but sometimes I like to cover myself in lube and pretend I'm a slug. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. Uh, I, 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 like some of these are jokes, and they're not like they're just kind of great after seeing fifty of them. But that one, mm-hmm. that one's kind of funny. There's also a review called "Saved Our Gay, Mar- Gay Marriage" oh my by gosh, Herschel McLoy. We have to read. I just that. pasted it. I just pasted it into my uh, 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 Microsoft Office. Uh, it is 660 words long. <laughs> this it's is a so literal essay. Verified purchase. It is verified a mass- purchase. And it's yeah, five stars. <laughs> um, 
it's, it's also got a this feels like uh this feels like eric from internet comic etiquette fucking wrote this uh my mm-hmm. husband spared no expense in throwing us the greatest wedding extravaganza sonoma county had ever seen he made a lot of money like a lot a lot during the 08 primary spearheading the obama phone initiative and blackmailing john mccain <laughs> with that audio tape of him calling his wife the c word he had he used the serious cash profits he made from one of obama's cronies to secure us two full days of revelry at the close de bois winery with celebrity caterer uh ina garten love you barefoot contessa (laughs) fucking god uh entertainment by the scissor sisters and a special (laughs) honeymoon three-way with porn star jeff striker (laughs) i love i love how it's basically like hey did i mention we're gay i can prove it it was oh, only a man. year or two later when we found ourselves completely bored with each other sexually and looking desperately for something that would bring that spark back. We tried everything from Yo Gabba Gabba roleplay to erotic <laughs> waterboarding, and we still found ourselves going to bed each night. Our one-of-a-kind 1800 thread count uh, comedy Comte de Gosson. Gosson. <laughs> sheets uh, as cold and as dry, cold as, the and night. as dry as the night before. <laughs> uh, Can I read this? I love this so much. Please to do. Uh, to... Cruel, dusty years passed, and I had more or less given up hope on us ever having sex with each other again. Often I would sleep on the couch, passing out after late-night Candy Crush sessions, (laughs) and ultimately unsatisfying webcam encounters on Man Roulette. This was written in 2013, by the way. Yeah. But something happened one night as I was browsing on my Kindle. I discovered someone to cuddle, gay cuttlefish shapeshifter erotica. By the end of page one, I was already enthralled. Who was this Paul? What was his relationship to this Sharon woman? That is also a question I would like to know personally. Yeah, we, What was yeah. he hoping to find there at the bottom of the ocean? Marine life or himself? Ultimately, it wasn't about what Paul, also known in the books as Butt Guy, found. What was important was what found him. Three gay men, one of which is described in the book as burly and broad-chested, are in possession of magical necklaces that give them the power to shapeshift into cuttlefish. I think that's actually backwards. The cuttlefish had the power to shapeshift into humans. So that implies the the necklaces fell off a boat and landed perfectly yes. on one of them, and thump, and there we are. Mm-hmm. Or like secret treasure that the cuttlefish like hunting a crab and it like well now i'm thinking found, of a cuttlefish know, with a fucking indiana jones hat on and this is the best story mm-hmm. ever bum, ba, dum, bum. <laughs> um in the ocean of doom anyway paul first meets them in their cuttlefish form and they use their phosphorescent pigmentation phosphorescent to entice paul to join them in a sexual tryst thinking he is hallucinating paul returns to the shore and tries to explain what he sees to sharon who doesn't believe him but the men follow paul onto dry land now in their human form to explain to paul in no uncertain terms what they would like to do to him i don't think he gets it said apama patiently look we want to do you because those are not in uncertain terms that's yeah. very clear i love this line here it is so much and do them and do him they do what follows can only be described as the citizen cane of erotica <laughs> i was so aroused i immediately ran back into the bedroom to share the story with ahmed ahmed is the husband for the first time in two years we made passionate love that night fast forward to today and we're still going strong and i am always looking for new ways to express my cuttlefish self 
This has not been limited to sex alone. Sometimes we'll just be lounging on the couch and I'll lean over and pretend like Aquaman is a crab and I'm trying to use my beak to break through his shell and eat his delicious innards. We found some cuttlefish accessories on specialty fetish sites. That is a specialty fetish site. Yes. And frequently incorporate them not only into our lovemaking, but our everyday life. Since I've been unemployed for a while, I'm co- I've committed to wearing my tentacles at all times and have started a Tumblr to document my transition into full-time 24-7 cuttlefish. Achman says that if I am a good cuttlefish, we might consider species reassignment surgery next year. And if the Supreme Court strikes down DOMA and the slippery slope arguments made about gay marriage prove true, we're hoping to renew our vows in an interspecies wedding in the near future. So, Bravo, Herschel McLeod. So, Herschel McLeod is uh, has one thousand one hundred helpful votes on their reviews. Oh um, they have thirteen reviews, and um, all of the reviews are that long. Oh my gosh! Looking, uh, we might make this the hero a Patreon. We, didn't deserve. we might make a Patreon side thing for this at some point. Survivors of Atlantis, their impact on wor- world culture. Uh, chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water the album from Limp Biscuit has a review rotating pearl pleasure beads rabbit vibrator and afternoon tea pet bed uh, bed and original artwork Chinese love spell symbol pocket card gift fucking it's like two items sold at the same time so it's like a dog bed and a vibrator Mm -hmm. Um, yeah there are some reviews for very different things here and they're all about the same length and you know the thing is that the crazy thing is, this person might in some way not be completely fabricating all of this. <laughs> Ever this might be a, like a real person acting out these things. I don't. I mean, I don't know about like blackmailing John McCain, but I mean, there's a scoop Washington Press uh, <laughs> post. But okay, one more review from Smoky Chick. The review is titled "Meh," and she says. Fun, light-hearted gay porn. Given the phenomenal tr- physical traits of cuttlefish, I was disappointed by the lack of tentacle sex. Fair point. Right, smoky chick? So, uh, someone to cuddle gay, gay cuttlefish shapeshifter erotica for two ninety nine on Kindle. Would you recommend it? Um, I would say yes. But I would say that with the reservations that all hosts on the Red Light Library have. Um, the reservations being, it is three dollars for twelve pages. So it is not on Kindle Unlimited. So there's you can't do not. that. It is. Um, it is very well crafted. It is a very well crafted story, but you know it's pretty much just a generic. You know you, you get what you pay for, but it's. I mean, you don't really get what you pay for, honestly. No, for three dollars. Twelve but fucking pages. Yeah. No, you don't. But it's, I mean, it's its generic sex. The characters are very generic. It's a very interesting premise. But, like, if the author would just go back and revise this, then it could turn out to be, like, a fantastic, very highly recommended um, thing. But, Gavin. Yes. I have a theory. What is this uh, theory? Which may increase the um, recommendability of this story so what if gavin this story is actually a cautionary tales about the perils of late capitalism what (laughs) if 
Okay, so what? So we've got Paul, the overworked desk jockey, under the burden of his day job, which he inherited from his father. He's pushed to the brink of basically hallucination. Then we have cuttlefish mutants, and those are fairly well possibly caused by, because it's not explained, global climate change and pollution as a result of industrialization and deregulation of, health, of environmental pollution standards. So this leads to extremely overstressed working uh, workers to fucking mutant sea creatures. So do you do we not see that this is possibly a fable, a you know, a parable that Luna Loop is spinning for us about the dangers of our contemporary society and its reckless treatment of nature? I, <laughs> I think you just put more effort into the theory than the actual story. <laughs> I'm an English major who's trained in theory, and this is what I happens. I feel that. And yeah, no, uh, somewhere out there, the author of this story, who has been who is has been quiet on social media since 2013, just thought mm-hmm. like, wow, that would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, well, man. Dear listener, if this sounds uh, if this sounds like something you are interested in, you can find it on Amazon with the title "Someone to Cuddle: Gay Cuttlefish Shapeshifter Erotica" by Luna Lupe L U N A L O U P E. Uh, it is two ninety nine, as we mentioned several times now. American, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I don't necessarily recommend it if only because it's lazy as shit. Like the fucking mm-hmm. cover is just a white dude. Uh, who's uh, implied naked on a beach, mm-hmm. and there's just a Google image stock photo of a cuttlefish shape sh- or, uh, cuttlefish photoshopped over his chest, and then Luna Lupe, someone to cuddle. So it feels like it feels like this is preying on the mm-hmm. the kind of market that actual wacky erotica has. Except this isn't really wacky erotica. It's almost like a Interview. poser story. Yeah. It's, it's, and again, like, I feel that there was so much effort put into the beginning and then it just, it trailed off, like less and less effort was put into the thing. And to be fair, Luna Loop has written other things. Uh, she's written a considerable amount of Shapeshifter. That's her yep. MO, um, evidently. But like, I haven't read those. So I can't speak to those. There's a Hugh Cow one. There's a lot of milk-based mm-hmm. stuff. Some tentacle. See, mm-hmm. with alien tentacles and plant-based tentacles, She's Amazon got a tentacle a one, shit. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's a fish and fur two-pack. For $5, you can get the cuttlefish one. And um, you get the cuttlefish one. Where's the other one? I can't find the fucking other one. I didn't hear you right. I thought you said fish and fur Tupac. And I, I didn't. <laughs> you, he shapeshifts into Tupac. I mean, why not? Th- that's where he went. He's still alive. This comes with oh, goodness. Out on a Limb and Someone to Cuddle. I forget what Out on a Limb is. I'm sure it's like a fucking It's It was actually werewolf. talked about. Um, no, it's in the... Um, it's in the other stories by this author. Ah. Part at the end of the ebook. And uh, I think Out on a Limb is the one where it's the shapeshifter who's a cat and gets stuck in a tree and gets okay. re- rescued by a handsome fireman. And then, yeah. then he tries to like... The, the the part of the cover that I can see is a is a like muscle bound dude with no shirt on wearing a fireman helmet. <laughs> yeah, because that's how that's standard procedure. That's standard procedure at all at all firefighting uh, facilities. Uh, so 
with all that said, mm-hmm. Jared, where could people find you online if they wanted to? Uh, people can most often, I'm, I think, most active on Twitter. So people can find me at Hattie Palms, H-A-T-T-I-E-P-A-L-M-S. Uh, and that'll probably suffice. If you want to find the show, I mean, you're here already, but you can find the show. Our website is redlightlibrarypodcast.wordpress.com, where you can find all of the episodes. You can find us on Twitter at redlightlibrary. If you want to find me, my Twitter is thepodreport, T-H-E-P-O-D-R-E-P-O-R-T. I talk about podcasts and shit. That's usually what I do. I also have a website that's linked there where I post long-form podcast reviews so that's also a thing i do and i run three other shows that are also linked there how fucking convenient is that thank you so much for joining me today on this wonderful first outing for you jared (laughs) well i think had fun (laughs) uh thank you listener for sticking around for an hour of us talking about a fucking cuttlefish porn (laughs) i mean i think we all learned a very valuable lesson gavin and that is that the ocean accepts all The ocean accepts all. Thank you so much for listening, and remember to stay cuddly. Stay cuddly. Stay cuddly.